Welcome to Kettlebells and Cocktails. Hey, before we get started with the show, we're going to uh, chat about our sponsors. Nikki, who do we have this week? Um, We are starting out by talking about our favorite sponsor that you put in your mouth. Airwave. Yeah. Um, Airwave is back being our sponsor, which is awesome. We love, love working with these guys. We love chatting about them. This is a a training tool that both John and I use and um, really helps with for me particularly helps with kind of getting through those long chippers. Um, but I know that for you, it's more of a, almost like more of a recovery tool, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I had somebody message me on it this week or just randomly. They're like, Hey, here's the, they're like, I'm feel like I'm recovering better. Is that what's supposed to be happening? I'm like, Oh Mm. yeah, it's working. (laughs) It's working. Totally. Totally. Um, so if you're new here and you've never heard of this training tool that you put in your mouth hole, um, it kind of is like, I, I hesitate calling it a mouth guard cause it's totally not. Um, but it's kind of just the easiest way to start talking about it. It's like a really thin, comfortable mouth guardy type thing that basically sits over your back bottom teeth and you can bite down on it while you work out. And there's so much science behind the fact that it helps increase your oxygenation while you're working out, which is what helps me get through the chippers. And it releases the cortisol that you need to help recovery in the end. And it's just, it's all good. And actually this time of year is a great time to talk about airwave. Cause if you're looking for like a fun, like stocking stuffer for a CrossFitter, it's just a little tiny thing. You can bloop, plop right in the stocking, get it in time for Christmas, all that good stuff. And we have a code. If you want to try it out with a little bit of a discount the code is KC10 at checkout. It'll save you some months. And that is airwave, A-I-R-W-A-A-V.com. Yep. I think it's great. It's great for crossfitters of all levels. I'm a master's yeah, totally. athlete and I love it for master's athletes, but I think it's, it is great. And you're right. It's a great stocking stuffer. You don't have to make that little bloop sound that you made, but uh, <laughs> oh, I guess if you're not watching on the, but you can't you're not watching this on YouTube, I mean, it's probably like, what? If you want, you can make that bloop sound. Bloop's fine. Bloop. Um, our other sponsor is, uh, RP. And if you buy a nutrition program as a Christmas gift or a stocking stuff, or make sure they want it because you could have some <laughs> unintended consequences of saying, Hey honey, I bought you this gift and find out what happens to see how that goes. <laughs> but if they're into it, uh, or if you're into it and you want to get a handle on your nutrition, it is actually the perfect time to start. I think that a lot of people... I don't know. They think that the holidays are here and they're going to be indulging in all these like sweets or cookies or whatever. And there's no point in kind of like tracking or paying attention to their nutrition until the new year. And then they kind of feel down on themselves. You feel like shit when you're not really paying attention to what you're putting in your mouth hole, so to speak. Well, an RP Um, isn't just weight loss. It's, you know, management and and maintenance. And what I like about uh, what RP does, you know, is someone described it to me this way the other day. They're like, look, you want to eat the maximum amount you can if you're trying to lose weight. Mm-hmm. And I thought, man, that's like a really smart way to think of it, of having someone that help you, you know, manage that of understanding, yeah. like you want to eat as much as you can, but you, you know, if you want to lose weight, you still have to have a calorie deficit to do so, you know, but you don't want to starve yourself. And I think that's right. where they're really brilliant and helping you break down, like, what are the right things to be eating and, and, uh, you know, helping you, you know, put that together for yourself. It's great. Totally. So through RP, you can, um, you know, figure out what your macros should look like for your goals. It might be weight loss, or maybe it's muscle gain. Maybe it's performance-based. I've used them. I work with them several times in my life with different goals every time. It's typically to lean out, but I, I was on RP one year when I was training for the marathon. I'm working with a coach one-on-one right now and following their breastfeeding templates so I can get back to my goals uh, aesthetically and performance-wise in the gym while also keeping track on my supply, which is really important. And if you want to try it out, we have a code over there too. It's actually the same code. Uh, it's KC10, and that'll save you 10% off of everything on rp.com with the exception of, oh, sorry, renaissanceperiodization.com um, with the exception of the one-on-one coaching. But if you do want to splurge on that, I highly recommend it because it's been really nice having a coach keep me accountable. And that's a new thing for me, but I really like it. And just because we use the same code for both, don't go punch that code into every website you know. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's really just those two. It's I really wish we had a million two. more sponsors, but no, it's just those two. But if you do and it works somewhere else, please let us know and we'd be yeah. happy to, to uh, frequent those websites as well. Yeah. 
So good stuff. And we'll have, we're having Nick on the show soon, right? From yeah. So Nick's going to come on. Nick Shaw is going to come on. He's the, the brains and brawn because he's very muscly mm, behind all things RP. And um, yeah, he's going to come on soon to talk about just that, just kind of like dieting around the holidays specifically and, you know, kind of like managing the stress that sometimes comes with food anxiety at this time of year. Yep. Good stuff. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, with that, uh, our episode tonight is with um, Scott Panchak. Really great conversation. Uh, it's been a great friend of us for a long time. And we got a chance to sit down and chat about the bazillion things he's doing in retirement, <laughs> as only a CrossFitter can do. True. So, so with that, off to the show. Welcome back to Kettlebells and Cocktails. I'm your host, John, back with my girl, Nikki. Nikki, how are you? I'm excellent. How are you doing tonight? Two nights in a row. Look at us. Look I at love us. it. Who would have thought? Look at us. <laughs> like, who would have thought when you when we first started this shit show <laughs> that we would be multiple time a week podcasters? I know. By I was, the, how many how many episodes have we done? Uh, it's funny you should say that. I look. I had to look it up today for something, and I want to say it's like 188. Stop. And to think in the beginning, I would pop on like every like other month whenever there was CrossFit news. Well, and to think our guest tonight, last time he was on, it was make pods great again. And they were expecting a baby and now their baby's like super old and about to go off to college with a 401k or something. (laughs) (laughs) Scott Panchek's with us. Scott, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Congratulations. Oh, thanks. All the episodes. So many. We're so I mean, we're so professional. Dedicated to these to these listeners. Oh, you know, yeah. when you put it that way and you realize how much better we've not gotten, it's kind of sad. Yeah, I think we just like to talk, Scott. I think that's kind of the gist. Actually, okay. you know what? Here's the true story. It's just fun. Like Nikki and yeah. Nikki and I both, we have real jobs. Like we don't need to do this. Like we I don't need to do it at all, other than I just really love talking to people and hearing their stories. And there's like so many cool things going on in our community. So it's fun for us. As long as it keeps being fun, we'll keep doing it. Yeah, yeah life's about relationships. And this is there's no better way to to do it than uh through the Zoom. Yeah. Oh, well, these days, yeah. Here. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's about relationships. There's no better way to do it than virtually and never in person Virtual anymore. <laughs> it, it is fun for me, though, because I feel like, uh, particularly these days with all things Pancheck, I only talk to you guys via text, uh, you know, including your brother. So it's always good to at least catch some FaceTime via Zoom and, and find out what's going on in people's lives. So. Listen, I'll shoot you over my address. You can stop over anytime, man. There you go. Get a little work done in the body shop in there and just uh, crank out some Metcons. Dude, I, first of all, there's no cranking when when I'm working out. Like, I'm too old for cranking. Your, your dad destroys me. You know this. You know this. Yeah. Yeah, but we can go in and at least put forth our best effort. I can <laughs> yeah. just try your best to keep up with Papa Panchik. Uh, I can't. Nikki, did I ever tell you about the time Papa Panchik nearly destroyed me? Like oh, literally me. nearly put me in the hospital. What? It was terrible. So uh, all the boys had gone. It was Wait. probably the warm up because my dad's warm ups. It was the warm up. Still talk about oh, the warm ups no. to this day. At our I was. Gym. I was training at mentality and I, I forget, maybe it was the games. I forget where you guys were all going, but all three of you guys were going somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty confident in my memory. It probably was the games. And maybe it was the year you and Saxon were competing Well, your dad stuck around to, uh, it was coaching a class and he was doing, the Oh, he up. coaches at mentality. Well, he, he was subbing like, cause all the coaches were gone. You know, he was, he and, was subbing. Yeah. Okay. B like, team was and in. So I'm like, uh, as well, listen, that's far from, that's far from, I'll, I'll catch you on that. <laughs> Cause he's the A team. He's gonna, yeah. he's gonna give you more, uh, more than you can handle and then some. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, see, that's what I thought, Nikki. Like I show up, I'm like, oh, old man Panchek's coaching. This will be easy. <laughs> 15 minutes into the warm up, I am like in tears. Like we had sit there and done ab work for like 10 minutes straight. I'm like, bro, I am about to die. You cannot keep doing this to me. It was so rough. We were running the rig and doing wind sprints. And I'm like, this is like a football team. It was, well, how do you think I made it? How do you think I made it to the game so many years? And then, I, you know, you look at the family history here. You know, there's got to be a reason. My dad used to make us run to hockey practice with our sticks above our heads. Like, <laughs> 
Bring a tight ship. That's when it that's when it occurred to me because he's so like he's so laid back and he unassuming and he's fun to work out with and we joke around when I see him, you know, he's like real personable. And so you just never get the impression that he's, you know, this uh, taskmaster in the gym, but man, I learned my lesson a hard way. I'm like, never again. Next time he's coaching, I am taking the day off. (laughs) (laughs) It was fun. How is your dad? I've not seen him in months. He's doing really well, doing really well. Well, Busy this time of year, just um, doing all doing all things holiday. I mean, everybody is. That's it's the most important time of year to stay healthy, but it's the most challenging time of year to get it all done. And mm-hmm. sometimes our our fitness is the one thing that tends to get put on the back burner. So he's still working out. He's got some equipment at home. I think he's just probably struggling to get in and spend as much time in the, in the gym as, as he has in the past. And that's the thing is like a lot of people don't realize this, but like as a gym owner, people think we're only in there for their one hour of the day. Right. (laughs) But there's like a very large part of the day that we could be in there. So people are like, Oh man, must be nice to be a gym owner. And I'm like, yeah, come on in. I'll, I'll show you what it's like to be a gym owner. We'll get the mop out Sweet, so you'll love this. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Figure out my own marketing, uh, yeah. do my own taxes. So, so fun. Somebody yeah, sent still... me a message in a QA the other night. They're like, Hey, would you ever consider investing in a gym for passive income? I'm like, Are you <laughs> insane? <laughs> Are, like, there is no such thing as passive income at a CrossFit gym. Like, you work for every penny you get, and it's hard work. It isn't like you're just rolling in there and watching people work out all day. Like, oh yeah, it's, it's, it's a 24 hour gig. I mean, there you're, you're constantly working with your coaching staff or, you know, who's coaching where and what, and, and then, uh, you know, just being in there and being present. I mean, owning a gym is really all about relationships and building those relationships. And if you're not in there and you're not spending time with those people, um, you're not, you're not getting to pour into that community and that culture. And, um, and I believe that's, you know, that's what it's all about. And that's what creates a, a great work environment. That's what people want to come in and feel. They want to feel something when they come into the gym and, um, and you can't fake that you either got it or you don't. And it's when we true. work with our coaches, we talk a lot. We just say, Hey, I, I want to know what, what time of day are you most on? I do not want to put you at 5.30 a.m. If you are not a 5.30 a.m. morning person. <laughs> right. Um, and structuring things like that and then kind of filling in the gaps is is definitely um, difficult. It is so true. And I think that that is really what sets CrossFit gyms apart, in my opinion. You truly cannot just own the gym and then like, you know, put a great management team in and have a great staff and like walk away and call it a day. It's just not a business model like that because it relies so heavily on the community and on those relationships. Mm -hmm. I have personally watched several gyms crumble because owners end up kind of like moving on, which is fine. You know what I mean? Like if you start a business and 10 years later, like that is no longer a priority in your life or your, your plans have changed or whatever. That's totally fine. You just can't still run that gym and you can't like be the owner and put a GM in place and think that like, you can just kind of like roll in and out the way you want. Like people don't have love for you that way, unless you're part of the community. And it's, that is hard. That is like you said, it is a full-time gig and then some, cause you gotta yeah. be, you gotta be the guy, you gotta be the pole that keeps the whole tent up. It's that's tough. And you gotta want to do it. You gotta want to do it. Like 100%. You, gotta know, you just gotta know what you're getting into. And, um, you know, I, I went into teaching and coaching. I, I went to college uh, for health and phys ed. And I always thought, you know, I'd be in a classroom teaching those things and working with kids that, um, you know, K through 12 or health and phys ed teaching them all about, um, how to dribble basketball how to throw <laughs> football and, and what the heck's going on with their bodies. <laughs> right. And lo and behold, you're 
technically kind of doing it still. I'm still doing it now. Yeah. Now it's just what's great about it now. What I love the most about being a gym owner is every person that walks through the door and makes the decision to do their on-ramp. And once they finish their on-ramp, they are excited and want to be there. Maybe not every day. Um, you know, their jobs to show up, my jobs to get them excited and help them, you know, really find the passion and, for the morning group, they get to start their day there. And the evening group, they're coming from work and a little stressed out. So my days that, you know, my days built around helping them create the best hour of their day. And that's um, pretty awesome to not have to work on just motivating and getting kids to like, I used to struggle to get kids to run one lap around the track. And I, I'm not kidding. Like they yeah. would not dress for class. And, and now it's like, everybody's in there and they want to be there. So, mm. um, I've seen both sides and I, mm-hmm. I get excited. If you get, if you come through the door, I'm going to, I'm going to get you going in the workout and you're going to have a great day. I can promise you that. So, so is that mainly what is going on right now? Like, I'm, I'm so curious to hear about how you're filling all yeah. your time now that you're, yeah, you know, yeah. officially so retired been, from the competition scene. I've definitely been coaching more. I've always had a coaching role and, and usually I coach in the evenings. You can find me in the gym at like 515. Uh, we run a class and that's usually my go-to class. And then 630 occasionally, and then filling in the gaps with on ramps throughout the day. But um so that hasn't changed a ton, but I have started some new projects. I uh, just recently launched a program called Scotty P and me. And what these are are training sessions where I work one-on-one and take people through, we'll do like a 30 minute zoom call prior to the session. And we'll talk through what movements and things that you want to see in the session. And then we'll go through and we'll work out together. We'll talk strategy. We'll talk tips. We'll talk, you know, technique and, uh, then work out. And some of it will be like interval work. Some of it will be weightlifting. And it's really tailored to meet the demands of what that person wants to, to focus on, but it's not, um, a personal training session. It's, it's like, we're, we're training together. Like you have somebody next to you, they're pushing you and I'm going to scale things and make them just as hard as they are for me. I'm going to make them just as hard for you. And, uh, there's an hour and a half session. There's a three hour session. And then there's a full weekend where you can do a Friday evening, all day, Saturday and early morning, Sunday. Wow. Uh, so I just launched that, um, this, this past week. So last Fun. week. So yeah. is this, is the intention there to like, like set up one or two or three sessions with you to like figure out how to get one skill down or like, I just want to like get a Metcon or is this like, like people recurring three hour workouts every other week with you? Like what is the, what's the intention there? Yeah. I think the intention is, is to give people, uh, life's about relationships mm-hmm. one, you know, and, and I'm really passionate about two things is, is building relationships and I love exercising and I'm really good at exercising. I've learned a lot of throughout these last 10 years. And I just want to be able to share those things with people in their journey. And um, I'd love to be able to watch some people get their first muscle up, or I'd love to be able to just help people learn and kind of have that aha moment in the gym where there's just like little things that I think sometimes are overlooked um, that I think that I, or not, I think I know I can help and improve um, whether it's nutrition or supplementation and just, there's, there's so many things that go into being an athlete and, and getting, um, getting to that next point in your athletic CrossFit career, whatever you want to call it. And, um, these sessions are really just built around, you know, getting to meet some amazing athletes and people, um, showing them what, you know, some training looks like to, you know, prepare for the games or sanction events or local competitions and just showing them how I've gotten better at movements and then giving them the tools to take those things home. And uh, that way they can do them on their own. It's a virtual training partner. Yeah. Well, it's I actually so have a virtual, fun. I do have a virtual option. So one of the other projects I've been working on is a, um, it's an app and it's a system called stream fitness where it is a um, gym management system. So like Wattify, Sugar Wad, 
Um, we'll have the ability to do that here in the next month or so. We can run uh, competitions on there. So virtual competitions, leaderboards, in-house local competitions in your gym. Um, and then the other one is um, virtual uh, classes as well. So I've been running, uh, we call it a power hour every Tuesday at 11 a.m. at my house at my home gym. And people from around the world can come on to Stream Fitness and sign up and do this power hour with me from from their gym. They just need like a they need good internet and an iPad or a computer or a phone or something like that to link up, and uh, we'll do a, about a hour session together. And that's one of the other things I've been working on for the that's that's been in the works for like the last year and a half. Yeah, yeah. So so Scotty P and me is in person training. Yeah, Scotty P and me is in person. So people would come out and do that and we would do sessions at the gym mostly unless we need to bring a couple sessions here. Um, And then there is a virtual option that I'm running through Stream Fitness here. That's kind of the evolution of it. I haven't really put too much about that out, but Tuesdays people can come on and and do those sessions. Oh, we're coming. You should. You guys, you better open up the Panchik <laughs> home gym to right. me and John because we are Boom. Scotty Done. peeing and meing all hey, weekend. I mean, we'll pick a I weekend mean, and do it. JFW did get his first ring muscle up over at Mentality. This Just is true. saying. He Just did. saying. Look, I, I've learned a lot from Scott. I would highlight, you know, I haven't been on any of these streams, but I would, I, without being on it, I would tell you it's going to be valuable. You're going to learn things you have not realized about fitness, even like little things. I thought of you, Scott, actually um, a few weekends ago with rogue, I was at a gym and Nikki, you'll love this. Like when you're at mentality, like one of the first weeks I was there, we were doing wall balls and I was getting my butt kicked as usual. And I dropped the ball and like, I turn around and I sit on it and Scott's like, get off that ball, man. I'm going to smack you with it. You know, it's like, you don't sit on, we don't sit on wall balls here. And I'm like, why not? He's like, it warps them. And I'm like, all right, well, I didn't know that. Well, I'm at Rogue and I'm at a gym and the workouts running and wall balls and, and toes to bar and some snatches. And I come in off the run and I grab the wall ball and I throw it and it's warped and it hits me right in the face coming down. And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, Scott was right. They do <laughs> mm-hmm. warp. Mm-hmm. I've never had a warped one until then. I'm like, this is why you don't sit on them. No, but yeah. you know what's funny is you you always know really high quality gyms like Mentality. My first gym in Maine was like this too when people from day one learn like gym etiquette and then they travel and then it's like the greatest compliment you can give someone is like, Oh, like that person was trained somewhere that was like very, you know, in tune with gym etiquette or just being a respectful member or, you know, and you can always tell. And it's like that home gym that was like really quality and taught excellent movement and excellent, like, that's yeah. So John will have that forever because of your gym. Oh, there's so many the things person. you learn there. Like you don't put your stuff away until the workout's done. Yeah. Like, all I, those good know, things. Like yeah, all the some, good stuff. I personally, I think some, it's like newer gyms that maybe aren't as OG as where we all started that maybe don't have that super homegrown. Like, no, we had to make CrossFit. You guys, like, we had to make it what it is today. And we had to, we, did. we, make we had to figure people, it out. We did figure it out. And we had to make sure that like people weren't shitheads or else it wasn't going to get anywhere. Kind of. <laughs> right. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I still remember the first time I went in and I was like, I'm going to do something crazy. Today. I'm going to do two workouts. Like, I mean, when I first started, I was only doing like a workout. And then eventually I started doing a couple workouts and then it started with some rowing intervals and then it just kind of took off from there. But yeah, it's, it's interesting. And it's funny. I always tell, we have members that have never been to another gym and then they go on vacation. And I always say they have, they have what I call uh only child syndrome where huh? they don't know anything different. So when they go into another gym, they're like, what mm-hmm. you do? You what? Mm-hmm. And it's just like they come home and they're like, oh my gosh, let me tell you about my experience. And they tell me all about the horror stories. And I'm like, yep. so this gym didn't start on time and they ended late and it was yeah. dirty. And oh, yeah, it was dirty and people didn't clean up or yeah, or people were late. I mean, and I'm the queen of being late to the gym these days because I just do not know or understand how to deal with this like baby feeding schedule. And I always <laughs> have it in my head. I would give you, I would give you what we call a some wiggle room with your time coming in. And also, I'm not uh, like I'm not super strict 
on time if someone is late. So here, here's what I will say. If anyone's listening and you go to a CrossFit gym, if you are someone that has a lot of questions and you aren't sure you're learning or you're just starting, make sure you're on time. If you're someone that understands everything and you have a strong idea of what's going on and you can come in and, and just break right into it and you're not someone that needs is super needy in that way, then you're fine. But it's the people that show up late and then have a million questions about the things that you talked about when they weren't there. That's whenever it gets a little like, okay, Hey, we need to have a quick chat because now you're starting to take away from the other people in the class. Whenever I could be coaching someone, I'm spending time saying the same things that I already said to you. So that, that would be the conversation and the advice I would give to those. I think when Excellent people would, would benefit from your online classes that they, they may not be getting where they are or, or that they just don't even realize from, you know, having, and this is no offense to all the other coaches, but there are a lot of av- like kind of average coaches out there, right? you know, that mm-hmm. maybe don't have the high level, you know, competitive experience you do, or even the, you know, the long-term coaching experience. Like in my time at mentality, I learned to breathe. And for five years, no one had taught me that. No one had ever said, Hey John, maybe you should think about breathing at the top when you're throwing the wall ball or doing thrusters. And, you know, all of a sudden I'm not getting gassed in workouts anymore. You know, and even to this day, people will say to me, you really love long workouts. I'm like, no, I don't really love long workouts, but I can manage them because I know when I should be breathing. And, you know, you learn where to take breaks and what's a smart break. And as long as I live, I'll never forget. I think it was Saxon maybe that did this to me, but I'm sure he learned it from you. It, you know, we're doing rope climbs is a little workout. He's like, don't take your break before the rope climb, get on the rope, do your, do your first one. You can break after you do your first one. And once mm-hmm. I started getting that mentality of going, I can do more than I think I can yeah, and, and change my break schedule. It really changed the way I started looking at workouts and, and, and truthfully it, it expanded my vision of fitness and what it can, what a workout can be. Yeah. Him and I have talked about this before on a number of times and the advice that I always give is it's like, you can always go to a new movement and do a few reps because it's a completely different stimulus than what you're doing already. So if you can get a few reps in and then rest, you're going to be ahead of everyone else that's already resting. And then you'll finish before them in that one particular movement. And it starts to add up over time. And then when I look into like how long a workout is, let's say you're doing a seven minute AMRAP, then you want to think of, I always, I always compare it to running. How would your heart rate feel in the first two minutes of a seven minute run? Or if it's a 15 minute AMRAP, what would your heart be be like if you were going out for a 15 minute run and you're trying to kind of get an idea of like, okay, I need to keep my heart rate. Like I can, I can keep a high heart rate for five minutes. Like that's just, that's like a two laps around the track maybe for most people. Um, And that just really gives you like a little better guidance of like how to, how to tackle um, a workout. And that is something that's interesting. You said that because I've actually thought about doing like a coaching summit at mentality and I haven't had the time to do it. So maybe I'll put that on the agenda for the year. I think we're coming to that too. Yeah. It'd be a huge benefit. (laughs) Yeah. That'd be uh, fun. I also want to challenge your two laps around in five minutes. I saw you run at the games this year, bro. So we're going to, we're going to time that. <laughs> we're going to talk about that. Um, I think that would be really hey, hey, cool. All fairness, I did beat, I, I did beat a couple of people. You actually did. Did. <laughs> I did. I didn't come in last. All right. And that was my goal. I was like, I'm going to get somebody. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to chase somebody else down. I was like, I'm going to get that guy. They were like, Don't get caught by Scott. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I would totally, I'm, I'm serious in that. I think coaching summit would be rad. And from someone like you with your experience mm-hmm. uh, on so many different levels within the CrossFit space. I think that would be cool. Yeah, um, be and there's a not fun. a lot of, not a lot of opportunity for stuff like that outside of just, you know, re-upping your certification. I've been coaching for 10 years because I'm old as hell. And I can't think of, I can't think of a thing outside of, Oh, I got to go like re-up my L2 or should I go for the L3 or there's not a lot very specific. I mean, there's all sorts of different like CEs you can do in the coaching world, but specific CrossFit, there's not much. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. I'll have to think on that. Yeah. That's I was going to say, it's also on all this digital talk and all the online streaming, you have another app on top of all that. 
That's right. You've been on that a little bit. I've been on it. I've been on it a lot and it's killing me. It's great. It's terrific. Um, It's called unlocked, right? And yeah, unlocked. And I'll let you tell the story and then I'll tell you what it's just for me. um, This app originated uh, about a year ago and at least about a year ago, we started working on it and it got launched a little bit after the games this year. And what it is, is everyone has, uh, training programs now, right? You can go and you can follow a competitor, uh, training track. You can, every athlete has one. So I wanted to think, okay, I, I had one, it was called RX mentality. I was like, all right, I need to come up with something new, something different. So I decided I was going to create a workout generator with all the workouts that I had written for our affiliate, uh, this in the last, let's see, we opened in 2013, last eight years. So I've taken all of those workouts and some of the workouts that I've even done training. And I put them into this, um, program. I did not put them. I have a team that has helped me. I was like, wow, cool. Okay. I am not a savvy person when it comes to technology. So I have an amazing team over at stream with that app. And then with the unlock team, I have an amazing team there too. Um, so they are the unsung heroes here, but they put all the workouts in and they were able, we kind of teamed up where they had this ability to create the, the back end of everything where now it's a, it's a workout generator that you can build a workout based off of the equipment you have at home or movements uh, that you want to do in the workout. Um, so basically you would go through when you sign in, it gives you a whole list of equipment. You choose what pieces of equipment you have at home. And then it'll tell you, you have access to 80% of the workouts in unlocked. And then you would click next and it'll start generating you workouts based off of the equipment that you have at home. And if you want to find a specific workout, so let's say I want a burpee workout, I could type in burpee and it'll give me only burpee workouts. So it'll say you have access to 7% of the workouts in unlocked and they're all burpee workouts based off the equipment you have. So it's basically sorting things based off of equipment and your movement. If you want to choose a movement or it can randomly select them as well. That is so freaking cool. That's like, that's every single CrossFitter needs that app for like Sunday open gym. First open gym, yeah. traveling. Yeah. Um, honestly, as a, uh, this is something. So I created this for me, like, not just for me, but like, I would use this as a, as a coach and a gym owner. This is what I would get on to create workouts for my gym. And I wanted to make something that was easier for coaches to go on and they can look at it and they know that these workouts have been tested. These have been done in an affiliate. And it's not me thinking like, Hmm, this workout would be a cool combination. Mm -hmm. Like I don't want like in our gym, you're never the rough draft. I'm the rough draft. You get the final draft of what the workout is after I test it and run through it, know what the stimulus is. And now you get the final product. So every workout in there has been tested. Uh, I've run through it uh, in some type of variation and it is set up and these are designed. Yes, they can be used for competitive athletes. I think you can do any workout and it can be hard for a competitive athlete that has dreams of going to the games. But I would say this is for your everyday gym goers, your CrossFit affiliates around the world. Um, the people that are in their garage gyms at home, the people that are traveling in hotels and only have access to dumbbells and some janky looking rower. Um, (laughs) this is for you. And then there is, there is a second part. So we're starting to add and put in new features, but there's a second feature in there now that just got released about a month ago. And that is my workout journal that I do, um, with everything that I do every day. So I put in my workouts, I put in my times, I put in my strengths, I put in percentages. And then there's a little video in there of me just giving like a quick little briefing. This workout was really hard. I broke it up this way and just giving some quick tips and strategy on the workout. You know, I was going to ask if life has slowed down for you at all since stepping away from competitive <laughs> CrossFit, but like, I don't I- have a slow down gear. That's my problem is like, dude, 
I got to you're do train, you're doing three do hours movement. Scotty P and me sessions. And then you got your thing on the app every single day. You got to put in your thing and you're recording a video for it. All when you also coach your classes and like, we haven't even talked about your baby. I do a lot of it from home. So I get to spend a lot of time with her. That's the best. That's part. awesome. That's awesome. And honestly, I, I found that since my focus has shifted from competing to just working on some of these other things that I'm not just like obsessed over my next training session. And if like life gets a little busy, it's not the first thing that I'm like, I need to go get, I need to start working out right now. And that's what it takes. And I think that's sometimes overlooked by a lot of people in the community is they, they see athletes and you start to see athletes showing up to the games every year, every year, and you kind of expect to see them there. But I don't think a lot of people realize how much work goes into these athletes showing up for, you know, five days of the year to compete and, and how much work they put in Mm -hmm. to be prepared to compete on that stage on those days. Um, Mary Pierce was just saying this on the show. She was just on like two weeks ago and she was just saying like, people don't recognize and understand like the anxiety that goes into like, Oh man, I'm half hour behind schedule. I should already be eating Mm -hmm. by now because I need to train at this time. Or like, we're going to travel, but now my, my plane is delayed, but I got to be in the gym by this time in order to get this stuff done. Cause this is what I have to do today. And like, you don't even, you don't even think about how you can't really do life and do competitive training for the games at the same time. It just the incongruent, like it does not mesh. Yeah. It starts to consume you just, it's, it's, it's becomes consuming. Yeah. And, and I think that I, I like to think that there's certain things that you can do to find a happy balance that's why I've always refused to like stop coaching completely. And like, as I get closer to the games, when I was competing, I would, I would train a little bit more at home, but I really tried to coach as much as I could, at least one class, you know, three days a week, three to five days a week. Um, and that always kind of kept me grounded and those relate again, it comes back to those relationships and, and, and people checking in with you and, and it not just being this like, punch the clock, punch the clock. And it's like this end of ever never ending loop that's going on in your head, but there aren't any athletes out there in the world. I I don't want to say there's none, but there are very few athletes in the world that are training as hard as the CrossFit games athletes. I believe it. I, I really don't think it, the seconds that you're trying to peel off times is just um, it's unreal. Yeah, that's unreal what, what they're doing. So um, it's been nice to, to be able to focus on some other things and very energizing. And my little girl is amazing. She's walking now. What? She's, she's walking. No. And she's running. She can squat. I taught what? her to how, squat. How old is she now? One, uh, just over one. Well, let's see. September, October, November, December. So uh, 13 or 15 months. one year and three months oh 15 months goodness. i think that's how they do it it's, it's, i can't she's already a years. year oh that's crazy i feel like it was like yesterday we were having you on the show john mentioned and you yeah were just, oh, she wasn't even here she, yet she can she she talks she's got a few words she she says wow. hot like hot she says <laughs> meow she says hi she like when she can't come up with anything, it's like, hi, 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 hi. Um, yeah. And that's, that's, that's about it. <laughs> that's so cool. I love it. What is so, it about the pan checks that all you guys have the most beautiful baby girls between Seriously? you and Saxon, man? Like it's, it's unreal how beautiful know, those three little baby girls are. I'm getting their looks from their, their moms. That's for sure. That, that must be it. That must be it. She did get my head. She's in the 90 percentile there. She's not going to like that later on down the road, probably, but maybe she'll grow into it. I hope so. (laughs) I actually had, this is a funny story. John, you'll like this. When I played youth football, they, um, I went in and I got my helmet and they went through every helmet that they had. And there was only one helmet that fit my head and it had a big lineman face mask on it. And I was playing quarterback at the time. So they had to like take the mask off. They put a quarterback mask on 
And they told me they, I was like, I think it went up to like 14 and I think I was nine and they were like, just, just keep it. <laughs> they said, just keep it until you're done for the whole time because we don't want to go through someone else, maybe getting your helmet. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's, you know, you don't strike me as like a <laughs> super big head gay grew right into that dome of yours. No big I deal. Did. I got to keep lifting weights. Otherwise it's going to look disproportionate. <laughs> 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 oh my God. We make fun of the baby. It is probably bad to say out loud, but we make fun of the baby all the time because he's starting to get my dad, like his grandfather, my dad's like big giant ears that like stick just directly sideways out of his head. <laughs> so we make fun of him all the time for his like giant ears. They're adorable. I love everything about them. I'm like, Oh, oh got your grandpa's ears coming in there. Huh? Vera mm. <laughs> <laughs> was in the 98th percentile for head. She grew into it. Your yeah. baby will be fine. She'll be fine. There you go. That's good. That's good to hear. Yeah. <laughs> She'll totally be fine. Well, we're we're kind of on a short episode tonight because Nikki's got some baby stuff for home, but I want to before we wrap up, I want how's your knee since the surgery and recovery? Yeah. How's it been going? Yeah, knee's getting better. Um, finally getting back into some lifting. It's kind of one of those things right now where the doctor told me they're like, you're not gonna like re- injure it necessarily, but you can definitely do some things that are going to put you in a world of pain. So mm. it's kind of like, okay, I'm going to do a few things. Let's see how it feels. Let's do a few things. See how it feels. So each week I'm just kind of adding a little bit of weight on some of the squats. I've been doing a lot of rehab um, and seeing my, my good friend, Chad at Coke Cairo and Matt Stevens. Uh, he's a, uh, some remote programming for um, my rehab He's a pure, phys- uh, pure physio. And those two guys have done a great job really helping me come back and keeping me grounded. Because if it was up to me, I probably would have been in the gym squatting the next day. Um, I was able to walk out of surgery. I was like, I'm not using these crutches. I was like, <laughs> you know, old grumpy man, like, don't, don't, don't need this. I can walk out of here. And uh, <laughs> next day I was like, I'm going to the gym. <laughs> but um yeah, there have been a couple times where I like, oh man, I definitely overdid it, but um, not too many. I would say I'm I'm definitely feeling great, and I think it really speaks to in CrossFit. We talk about the um, it's called like the fitness health um, continuum, yeah, yeah. and on one side is the fittest you've ever been, and then on the other side is like death and dying, and in the middle is wellness. Most people sit just below well in the, in the U S like our, our average everyday person sits below. Well, and with me being the fittest that I've ever been in my life at the games, having that surgery only dropped me to well. So I, I, I maybe even not even there. I feel like, um, the recovery has gone really, um, really well because of where I was before I went in. And then on top of that, eating healthy and drinking lots of water and getting lots of sleep and things like that play a huge part as well. I think I I'm said, sorry, well, did you say, did you say getting lots of sleep and drinking water? Oh, yeah. I mean, go is figure. That, is that happening? When, <laughs> when do I start getting lots of sleep? That's you should, you should call my, my wife, Kristen, because she took Kinsley through sleep training. No. And I'll tell you what, parents, if you have not heard of this, you need to check out. It's called Taking Care of Babies. I am uh, not, yes, we're okay, huge Taking Care of them. Babies fans. Yes, not, not paid. I wish. <laughs> but I will say that you did the uh, sleep training with that. It was like a very difficult seven days. Um, at seven to nine days, I think it took. I slept in the basement. I was getting ready for the games. She was very nice and kind. That's how loving my wife is. She's the best. And once she got through that, she's, she sleeps like a rock star now. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah. yeah. We've been you doing, gotta take that, you got to stick to a schedule you yeah. know, and you got to yeah. follow it. You got to follow it to the T. And if you do that, I really think at least what I've read and what she's told me is it's all about like setting up a good routine then. Yes. And if your baby learns how to put themselves back to sleep on their own, yeah, everything else will take care of itself. But if you are always running in there, giving them the bank, like I was the guy, I was running in there, giving her the binky, the binky come yeah. back with uh-huh. the binky, I check on her. And yep. Same. like, all right, you're down in the basement. Same. <laughs> yep. 
We were, we got on the taking care of babies train at four weeks. Like, like the first four weeks are just like a shit show. It just is what it is. He's hungry every 90 minutes. You're just like trying to, yeah, yeah. I remember our first night home. I'm like freaking out. I'm like, can't sleep. I'm wide awake. I'm like, she needs a new diaper. She needs fed. I think she's like, I like, I'll finally fall asleep. I'm like, she's in our bed. I'm like looking all around, (laughs) tapping the covers Uh because I, you know, fell asleep watching her being held by Kristen and yep. I think I fell asleep on her. <laughs> Our first night home, we, um, I'll tell this story real quick and then I'll go stick to my schedule and feed the baby. But our first night home, <laughs> we, um, we had only like the nurse showed Matt how to swaddle while we were in the hospital and using their like shitty hospital blankets, like these old itchy, scratchy, yeah. whatever. And when we left the hospital, I didn't take any, I didn't bring one of those blankets home for like a memory or whatever. Cause I was like, I have 35 swaddle blankets at home. Everyone gave them for me in my shower and they're like mm-hmm. nice and new and soft or whatever. But Matt had only ever learned how to swaddle with this one blanket. We get home and my swaddle blankets at home are like a little bit smaller. So he doesn't know what the fuck to do all of a sudden. Like his, <laughs> it's like, it's like when you learn to snatch and then you go to snatch and you're like, and you Wait. Clean. <laughs> right. And you're like, it just doesn't make any sense. So we're up all night. We have gone through blanket after swaddle after blanket after don't know what the fuck to do. Have no idea how to handle this tiny little baby. And he's like, we're swaddling him wrong. So he's like kicking his legs. And because there's extra fabric, he's like kicking himself over to the side. Now he's laying on his side. And we were like, he can't (laughs) sleep on his side. We don't know what to do. We literally at three o'clock in the morning, I'm yelling at Matt. I'm like, drive your ass back to the hospital and get one of those blankets. If that's the only thing you know how to do. And he was like, no. that's crazy. I'm not doing that. And we literally slept. He slept with one hand in the bassinet on the baby to stop him from rolling onto his side. And I slept on top of Matt so that I could see into the bassinet because I didn't want him blocking my view. And that survival, the next day, survival mode. <laughs> insane. the next day, like so many friends texted us and they were like, how was your first night? Cause they knew cause you go yeah. nuts your first oh, yeah. night. Um, but yeah, no, we, we got on that schedule at, at like four weeks and he's finally now knock on wood. I mean, probably shouldn't even say this on the air because it will make it not happen anymore, but starting to give us like six, seven hours at a time. So that's awesome. Yeah. It's that's getting awesome. there. It's to- I don't think I have it in me to like legitimately sleep train and let him cry it out for like more than a minute. <laughs> So I'm like, please let this work. Please just keep doing this because if it if if we get to a point, I know it's well worth it. I can tell. I'm gonna have to leave the house. I that's why she probably put me down in the basement. Well, that and I was getting ready for the games. I didn't have a choice. I don't know if I would have been able to because I can't. There was one night I was actually up here. It was the second night we did it, and Kristen's parents were here, so I couldn't go in the basement. So I slept in there with her, and. Oh my goodness. This baby was going nuts. She was going, she was screaming so loud. Her Kristen's mom's like, Hey, you got to go in there. <laughs> I'm just gonna get sick. You can't, you can't do that. You got to go in there. And Kristen's, I was like, don't, don't do it. We got it. We got to stick to it. We're two days or we we're like two or three days in. I can't and I was like, it. Hey, cause you have to start over then. Uh-uh. And uh, yeah, you'll be fine. You'll survive. be good. I won't survive. He's, he's got to just keep doing this and this has got to work because I won't, I literally can't, I've never given a shit about babies crying ever in life until I had my own. And now I'm like, there's no worse sound. I just, my insides turn to jelly like, and melt me. I can't do it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not missing I'm any of this, to be I honest. I know. You're no. like out of the I'll like, uh, take another oh, one, please. No, <laughs> yeah, look, right? I went through all of it with the first one. The second baby, we just tossed Megan with the dogs. Like we, We're like, she'll yeah, sleep with a puppy. Point. She'll be fine. Like <laughs> Once you figure it out with the first one, the second one, you're like, all right, I did everything wrong. I'm doing it all right the second time, and it's way easier. <laughs> yeah. It's all good. I love it. Well, I'm glad it's going well for you, man. I'm glad the knee's better. Glad the baby's yeah. great. And uh, tell where can everybody find all this stuff you have going on? So you yeah. have the Unlocked app, right? And then where can they find yep. the other two? So Unlocked has its own app. You can find that on iOS or Android. And then Stream Fitness, there's an app as well. You can find that. But both everything's on my Instagram. It's uh, at Scott Panchik. 
and I'll be putting more content out. The last thing, this is very exciting. Tomorrow, Born Primitive launches uh, my line of clothing that's been <gasps> in a year and a half in the that's works. Right. Wow. I have some of that, by the way. Tomorrow. Yeah. What'd you think? Did it fit? Yeah. All right? yeah, they're great. It's great. Shorts are great. It's, it's also you. As soon as it came in, I'm like, oh, this is a, all of the shorts, especially. Or yeah. so you, I'm like, you of definitely course. had a, a say. I'll have to, um, I'll have to pick some up for Matt because he's obsessed with your innovates. Oh, oh really? That's obsessed. Awesome. Yeah. That's I so purchased cool. them for him before John had a code. Okay. <laughs> so that's how, you know, this is legit, not an endorsed, not paid, whatever. Um, yeah, yeah. he loves them. That's all. They're all he wears yeah. now. I love them. I, mean, I wear them every day. Shoe. That was yeah. my first shoe I had when I, uh, all of ours. Uh, yeah. Started CrossFit. That was, that was the CrossFit shoot before all the other brands came in. Totally. So yeah. Yeah. Dude, the two, so. the two sixties are great. They're absolutely terrific. Your apparel for born primitive is great. Like I love it. The funny thing when it showed up, you know, I opened it and I'm looking at it and Nikki, I don't know if you know this, but you know, Scott's got this thing with Wolfpack and we don't have to get yep. into all of it, but the shirt says Wolf on it, but it says WLF. Right. And which is really cool. But I just glanced at it and I was like, does that say MILF? Like, <laughs> just from, I'm like, all right, Scott, let's go. I'm, let's go. I'm I'll wear this. <laughs> I'm down for this. That's so funny. Dude, it, it's super comfortable. Great. I worked out on it that day. I was like, <laughs> I look like a fanboy. I had on my Innovate 260s and all your apparel. I'm like, man, if someone could snap a photo right now, I would never live this down. Um, yeah, someone would maybe make a meme on it. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, who would do who would do such a thing? Uh, hey, you know, you know what you should do? You should start selling memes to athletes. I feel like you could make a living doing that. Just like funny <laughs> stuff that they could post on their own feed. Like mm. I'm telling you, man, that could be the next evolution. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna make you do some it. Scott will make an app. You do yeah, the thing. You Scott make an make app. This like a business venture. Perfect. Perfect. I think we can make that happen. This. I like well, it. This, this has been fun as always. Thanks so much for coming on. Yeah, and thank uh, you. I'm glad your retirement's yeah. going so easy for you. You're not having to do hardly anything. So that's terrific. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, don't, don't worry. I'm still training hard. I'm going to try to take the boys down in, uh, in the open. <laughs> Good yeah. Lord. Well, after we hang on after we wrap, because I'm going to talk to you about this app. But, oh, yeah. Uh, Nikki, yeah. we're going to let you go feed the baby, okay. get on your schedule, and then, then uh, put him in the bed and don't. Don't touch him again for 24 hours. That was Scott's advice. Just right, right, right. I, that's what Scott said to do. Got yeah, it. Just leave him in there screaming his head off for a while. It'll be great. Perfect. So. <laughs> All right. Well, for everyone listening, we appreciate you guys joining us and we'll catch up with you guys soon.